In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom and Anthony today. I received an urgent call today from Maria Vadia that we would pray for Teo. Please keep Teo in your prayers. Father, in the name of Jesus, let his kidneys work. Deliver him from any blood clots. Let him know that he's going to be all right. We rebuke the spirit of death and we call on the Holy Spirit of life to flood Teo in Jesus' holy name through the power of the blood. And all the people said, Amen. Amen. I'm reading from first letter of John, the name of this, these talks, Walking with Jesus. If we say that we have fellowship with him while we are walking in darkness, we lie and do not say the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he himself is the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Do you have fellowship with God? Are you walking in the light? Do you love him? Have you told him today, I love you, Jesus? Are you walking with him? Oh, yes. It's all about walking with Jesus. You see, fellowship with Christ through walking with him in the power of the Holy Spirit. We see that if we walk in sin, that doesn't mean if we sin. Walk in sin means that's exactly what we're doing, walking in sin. If we sin, we have an advocate with God, Jesus Christ and his blood. There's a difference between we sin and we walk in sin. Anyone who walks in sin does not know God. Anyone that walks in sin does not have the Holy Spirit. So I continue. The blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Do you know that today? The blood, the powerful blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. It washes white as snow. Anthony, talk to us about the blood of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus, there is not only he. There's not only forgiveness of sins. There's healing. There is love. There is grace. All power is in the blood of Jesus. I think, as we were saying, it's very good that it says. The Bible tells us 
If we walk in the light as he, he, Jesus, is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. So fellowship with our neighbors, fellowship with people in our church, fellowship with people in our community, our family, that's a sign that we're walking with Jesus. Because as we walk as an as Jesus as our best friends, then we become friendly to everyone else. You know, we may be persecuted, but we have the love of Jesus within us. So we not only walk with Jesus in the spirit, but we begin to walk with people of this world. And we begin to have friendships and fellowships with everyone around us. Walking with Jesus. I continue. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. So many people have told me, I don't have a sin. I think they're talking about the sixth commandment. There are nine other commandments. The first one especially, thou shalt not have strange gods before me. And we do have strange gods. They might not look like the Buddha, but they might be the car. They might be the money. They might be our health, that we make them strange gods before God. This is real. This is real. You say, but I don't worship strange gods. How much time do you spend thinking about those things? If we spend a lot of time thinking about those things, that's our God. That's our God. How do you not think about money by being generous? That's how you not think about money, by being generous. And generosity comes from God. You cannot outgive God. You cannot outdo God. Let's continue. And the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he who is faithful and just will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Do you confess your sins? Do you go to confession? We have a sacrament, and it's a powerful sacrament to forgive sins. We go under the blood when we go to confession. Not only are we forgiven of our sins when we go to confession, we receive healing sacramental grace that flows from the priest, that as we confess that sin, we are not only forgiven, but we become healed. God released grace in that wound, which is the reason why we continue that sin, and that sin becomes healed, and we become full. <laughs> Confession is the most one of the most amazing presents that Jesus has ever given the church or given me in my life. The 20th chapter of St. John tells us, Whose sins you forgive shall be forgiven. Whose sins you retain shall be retained. This is the Bible. And you know, a lot of other Bibles don't put that in. They change it. They change it because they don't want to think that the priest has the power to forgive sins through the blood of Jesus. This is real. This is real. I remember when I was young, I was carrying stuff, and when I let go and went to confession, I was light, no more heaviness. This is what happens when people go to confession. You say, but I say the same sins over and over. 
Well, ask the Lord to convert you so you don't say the same sins over and over. Let's continue. If we say that we have not sinned, we make God a liar and the word is not in us. If we say we do not sin, we, I don't sin. Father, I don't sin, they say. I said, then you're making God a liar because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All have sinned. That means you and fallen short of the glory of God. There's not only the sixth commandment, there are nine others. It's very easy to fall into sin. I'm not talking about walking in sin. Walking in sin means I have pornographic problems and I do it every day. You're walking in sin. You're walking in sin. You have no part of God. You cannot do that. You cannot do that. Get an app for your computer that stops pornographic material. You cannot do that. It is impossible to do that. To walk in sin means I do not belong to God. We've got to just be careful to not say, you know, I've given my life to Jesus, so now I can do whatever I want to do and I'm going to go to heaven because I'm saved by grace. We are saved by grace, by faith, but it also works. We got to walk it out. You know, those who preserve to the end, they will be saved. So the good news is, is that Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they desire to come into every area of woundedness, every area of sin, every area of darkness, and just illuminate it with the light of Christ. In Jesus Christ, there is no condemnation. Jesus doesn't condemn. Only the enemy condemns. Right. And in God, there is light. There's no darkness in him. So ideally, Jesus also said as the Bible says, as he is in the world, so are you. So as Jesus was, so are we called to be in the world. And we know that God is light and there's no darkness in him. So that's what Jesus, he said, I am the light of the world. Those who follow me will not walk in darkness. So what Jesus wants to do is penetrate you with his divine light from heaven. He wants to penetrate you with all of his light so that every area of darkness becomes illumined, every area of sin becomes washed away, every passion, every unholy desire. In the presence of God, there's a fullness of joy, but in the presence of God, all those things, they just get washed away. We were talking about the river yesterday, that at the prayer meeting, the river from heaven it was in the church and father was telling everyone to get in and swim in the river because when we get in the river of god and the holy spirit the river of god washes away all of our fear all of our sin all of our anxiety and it lets us enter into a divine life where we begin to fear god you know when i go out and preach and stuff a lot of times people are saying god hates the wicked you guys are sinners you're going to hell I say, come on, like, that's not how Jesus preached. That's not what we're called to do. It's good we're preaching the gospel, but our, we, our ministry wants to bear fruit, and that glorifies God, and only love, lead, love leads rep people to repentance. And they, they'll tell me, they'll say, well, you know, if you they need to fear God to come to God. And the truth is, to fear God, we need to love him. 
because the fear of God is a holy reverence, that we love God so much that we fear offending him. We fear losing his presence, you know, and we just fear offending him. So Jesus wants to draw you so close to him, so close to his light, so close to his love that we fear sinning because we don't want to offend God. We don't want to lose his presence. We don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. And when we have that divine reality, you know, sin just kind of falls off of us. It falls off of us. But when we have a fear of, oh, no, I can't sin because I'm going to hell, we're bound. And we can't, be, we can't be healed that way. My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ the righteous and he is the atoning sacrifice for our sins not ours alone but also for the sins of the whole world the cross and the blood is our atoning sacrifice but not only are we without sin because of the cross and the blood but it is the world was washed away do you know that on the cross Jesus became sin? He became sin, and he let it go to the Father. On the cross, everything happened. He became anger, and he gave it to the Father. Everything that, that we go through, he became fear, and he gave it to the Father. He became everything that we go through, and we have confidence that the blood of Jesus takes away our sins, and not only our sins, but the sins of the world. People need to preach the precious blood of the Lamb. People need to preach the power of the cross. St. Paul said to the Corinthian community, when I came to you, I decided to know nothing but Jesus Christ and him crucified. This is what we need to know. Jesus Christ, him crucified and raised from the dead. This is our gospel. We have no gospel apart of the cross and resurrection. We need to live the crucified life so we can live the ascended life. We need to crucify ourselves, pick up our cross and go. Today is the feast of the ascension. But to get to the ascended life, Jesus had to go through the cross before he ascended to the Father. And for us, we need to crucify our sin, our flesh, our desires, our passions, just our wanting things of the world, being so of the world. When we crucify that, we get to enter into the ascended life with Jesus Christ. It's still going to be a life where there's going to be troubles and trials and but it's a life of peace joy love and the power of god and the power of god so often we only f we only focus on the resurrection without realizing that first comes the cross we adore you O christ and we praise you because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world we adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross 
you have redeemed the world. Now by this we may be sure that we know him. I'm not talking about knowing in your head. I'm talking about experiential knowledge, hot fudge Sunday knowledge. If we say his commandments, if we obey his commandments, whoever says I have come to know him but does not obey his commandments is a liar. If we walk against the commandments of God, to love God with our whole heart, our whole soul, our whole being, and to love our neighbor as Jesus loves us, even to death. That's the commandments. Are you following the commandments? You say, I'm filled with fear. Jesus took your fear on the cross. All your fear was taken. He absorbed it. Let's continue. Whoever says I have come to know him, but does not obey his commandments is a liar. And in such a person, the truth does not exist. But whoever obeys his word, truly this person, the love of God, has reached perfection. By this, we may be sure that we are in him. Whoever says I abide in him ought to walk just as he walked. How are people to find Jesus if we don't walk the way he walks? We are the gospel that most people read. And if we're reading the gospel in the person that's playing with sin, we're not going to attract anybody to ourselves and to Jesus. We are the gospel that people read. They might never open the Bible, but you are the gospel. I am the gospel. People that I began with, I said, I want to be like that person. I want to have what that person has. That's a divine jealousy. How we need to have divine jealousy. I want to be what that person is. I want to have what that person has. I need more, Lord. I need more. Because what, what we see in a person and what we want isn't them. We see God in them. We see Jesus in them. We see the Holy Spirit emanating from them. You know, we can think we might be able to hide sin in our lives because people don't know it, but they do. Because purity emanates from us. Holiness emanates from a person. But so does sin. St. Catherine of Siena, when she would go somewhere, she would be able to smell sin, smell the stench of sin. And you know, luckily for us, we don't have that charism that we can, <laughs> that we can smell it, especially in today's word, but we can sense it. We don't even know we're aware of it sometimes, but we know there's people that we're drawn to, and there's people that kind of, we're not repelled from, but we're not as drawn to. And it's just, it's just... The Holy, we can grieve the Holy Spirit and we can chase away the Holy Spirit. And that's what sin does. Jesus still isn't condemning us. He's still inviting us to deeper, deeper recesses and deeper purification and deeper, and just deep, deeper recesses of his love. Because in the end, it's all about love. It's all about love. And the problem is never that Jesus doesn't love us. 
sometimes that we don't love Jesus with all of our heart. There's parts of our life that we don't want to surrender to the Lord. There's parts of our lives that we don't want to give to Jesus. And in those parts that we don't completely give up to God, that's the parts of torment comes in, where sin, where woundedness comes. But you know, when we live not out of our wounds, but we live out of the wounds of Jesus, then our life, it becomes filled with the love of God. You know, it's just, sin becomes like a log in the river, and it just clogs it up. But as we surrender every part of our life to Jesus, the river flows. The love of God flows. The grace of God flows. The power of God flows. The joy of God flows. In God, in His presence is the fullness of joy. And that is what God has for you. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we pray right now that you release the love of the Father upon every person listening. It's only the love of God that leads people to repentance. It's the love of God that leads people to conversion. It's the love of God that when someone comes up to you, it's not the words you say that convert them. It's not this intellectual thing of, I need to convince them of the Bible. No. It's that you love as Jesus loves. You love as Jesus loves to them, and you're Jesus to that person. You know, I've learned a lot from Father Tom. When I first came to Jesus, I would try to solve everyone's problems for them and try to tell them what's going on and convince them with words. But in reality, I watch Father, and he's just Jesus to them. All he is, it's not much words. He's just Jesus to the person, and he lets the Holy Spirit do it. He lets the Holy Spirit speak through the speak with utterances that are beyond words. So you just be Jesus to people, love them as Jesus do, and watch what the Holy Spirit does through that. I love that saying that we ought to walk just as He walked. That's a wonderful thing. I want that. I want to walk just as the Lord walked, in the light always. You know, the light shows up our sin, but there's no condemnation. The light shows up our sin. I remember confessing some sins that I hadn't forgotten about, but the light of God's love lit that up so that I could confess it. Let's continue. Verse 7, chapter 2. Beloved, I am writing you no new commandment, but an old commandment that you have had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word that you have heard. Yet I am writing you a new commandment that is true in Christ and in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. The darkness is passing away. This world is in darkness, but we have the light of life. Thanks be to God, we are tabernacles of the Blessed Trinity, we who have given our lives to Jesus. You are a tabernacle of the Blessed Trinity, the Father, 
the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's what you are. Do you know that? I remember at my conversion, for two weeks, I would hug myself because I felt the presence of God, that God was in me. I was a tabernacle. I still am. I still am. I don't feel it right now, but I am a tabernacle of God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Oh, he's he absolutely is still in you. You know, sometimes Father can't feel the Holy Spirit, but what everyone around him can feel is the Holy Spirit emanating from him. And that that's what happens when we give our life to God in a total place of surrender and docility to the Holy Spirit. You know, God calls us to be humble. And humble is not thinking less about yourself. It's just thinking about yourself less. God calls us to be meek. And meekness is just, you know, abiding to someone else's desires for you. Just submitting to someone else's will for your life. Doing not what you want, but but what the other person wants. You know, Jesus always, he submitted to the Father's will. And even unto death, he submitted to the to the people who were crucifying him because he knew that that was the Father's will. Not my will, but thy will be done. So God's will for your life is that you be filled with love, joy, light, that you are all light, there's no darkness in you. The proper disposition to rid yourself of sin is to just understand that the Father is the Son and sin, sins are like clouds. And you just want to get that, you want to get the clouds out of the way. You just want to take the sin and remove it from your life because it's just block, it's just blocking greater intimacy with you and Jesus. Because ideally, Jesus created you to be intimate with him, to be a friend with him. He said, I now call you friends and friends share secrets with one another. That Jesus wants to infuse you with his light, his love, his joy, his glory. And he doesn't want anything to come in between you and the Father's love. So the good news is it's all good news today. In Jesus, there is healing, there is fullness of life, and there is forgiveness of sin. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.